0: Treasury reporting JobKeeper was a great success, and any clawback requiring billionaires to pay back money they didn't need would simply encourage them to damage their own business. I mean, this utterly fails to understand how corporations work once again and means ordinary people face harsher restrictions, sorry, harsher consequences than mega-rich businesses. JobKeeper. Our JobKeeper warrior is Andrew Lee. Good morning, mate. Good morning, Marcus. Nice to talk to you. And again, uh, congratulations on all the hard work you've done on this. Treasury confirms it knew the government was paying our billions in job capital firms that, quote, may not need support. But they paid them anyway, anyway. And there's no need to claw that money back because that simply would be, you know, the politics of envy, Andrew.
1: Marcus, as you know, Labor called for JobKeeper. We wanted it to succeed and we celebrated every single job that was saved. But JobKeeper didn't have to be run in a way that gave $58 million to OPSM, a big lick of which ended up in the pockets of their Italian billionaire owner, Leonardo de Vecchio. It didn't have to give $6 million to Louis Vuitton, a big chunk of which ended up in the pockets of Bernard Arnault, their French billionaire owner. And JobKeeper didn't need to be run in a way in which some $14 billion, $1,400 for every Australian household uh, went to firms with rising revenues. And that's just in the first half of the program.
0: Yeah, yep. And it goes on and on. Look, some have paid it back, which is good. And uh, we applaud and appreciate that. But there are still many others that haven't simply refused to. And probably, Andrew, some that we'll never see again.
1: Uh, that's right. Uh, you know, Labor's not going to be uh, uh, forcing firms to repay, but we certainly welcome those that do. And we've been putting pressure on uh, firms such as Harvey Norman, which eventually did the, did the right thing. Uh, Toyota, Aluca, Domino's, that have uh, voluntarily repaid. And I think it is important for these firms to look at their corporate social responsibility statements and see whether it's consistent with that, to be taking millions of dollars of taxpayer handouts at a time when other people are tightening their belts. Now, the budget has real wages going backwards, yeah. yet uh, we've seen many many of these firms uh, enjoying some of their best ever profit years, uh, thanks to support from the Australian taxpayer. What do
0: you make about this? Um, there's been a, a bit of a, a shift, if you like, <laughs> from our biggest media organisation for a start, News Corp, and also the Prime Minister. is going to talk climate change with a number of his key ministers this week. Uh, is this good news or is it merely a, a bit of a smokescreen? Is it going to be nothing more than a gab fest, do you think? Or will finally real action be undertaken by our government on climate change, Andrew? Well,
1: well Australia definitely desperately needs a Prime Minister that will take climate change seriously. Uh, no other advanced country is as much at risk from climate change. You've just got to look at uh, bushfires, cyclones, extreme weather events not to mention the potential loss of the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, If we act, then that's good for our economy because we get those renewable jobs, but it also means we can go to these international meetings and encourage other people to take action off the back of our work. Uh, But instead of leading, we're lagging, uh, and the uh, Prime Minister's decision not to go to these important climate change talks, uh, again, will just make it harder for us to be taken seriously, uh, make it harder to get the global action that our planet needs. (laughs) Well, even
0: Prince Charles, I see, is with the pressure on Prime Minister Scott Morrison to attend the upcoming Glasgow Climate Summit. Is he going to go, Andrew, or is he not?
1: He said he, w- said he won't, Marcus, and uh, that's a real pity for Australia. Uh, that means that he won't be there uh, alongside Joe Biden, Boris Johnson, and many other. Uh, world leaders who will be talking about the commitments their countries have been making over many years. Uh, and it's that steady action that makes a difference. You know, We know if you're uh, uh, going on a diet or looking to get fit, uh, you need to start early and keep up the action day to day. But Scott Morrison is desperately trying to execute a U-turn. The bloke who was waving around lumps of t- coal in Parliament and saying that electric vehicles would end the weekend uh, is now trying to rebrand himself as some, some kind of a latter-day Greta Thunberg. Uh, I think Australians will see through that pretty quickly.
0: <laughs> All right, mate. I have to leave it there because we've got a, an important announcement to, to be made very soon by New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet and the Treasurer Matt Keane about business support as we get out of the lockdowns here in Sydney, which is... Uh, You know, finally, a bit of freedom, Andrew, for us here. How are you going in the ACT, by the way? Uh, I know the vax rates are pretty high there, thanks to Andrew Barr and the Labor government. 98% 98% first
1: Ooh. dose and well over okay. 70% double dose. So yeah. we're doing doing well here for the over-16 population, Marcus, and mm. restrictions lift on Friday. and I know so many of my constituents can't wait for life to begin to return to normal.
0: I bet. All right, Andrew, good to chat. Let's talk again next Bye, week. Right. Thanks, mate. Thanks. All right, uh, there he is, uh, Labor MP Andrew Lee, who joins us each and every Tuesday. Uh, I call him the... Hashtag JobKeeperWarrior, because he has certainly put the pressure on the federal government to ensure we claw back some of the money uh, that Australian taxpayers borrowed. Look, absolutely, um, you know we saved jobs, many many jobs. There's no doubt about that. But the the big question, of course, is the uh, and and as Andrew rightly pointed out, you know, a JobKeeper was not to fill the pockets of foreign corporate owners so they could buy their next yacht to sail around Mallorca. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg said that without the government's significant fiscal support, including JobKeeper, Treasury had estimated that the unemployment rate would have peaked at least 5 percentage points higher and remained above 12% for two years. Look, that may well be true. Nobody's discounting that, and I agree with Josh Frydenberg on that. I mean, we all supported JobKeeper. But... You know, this wage subsidy that was designed to ensure the strongest possible economic recovery and avoid the scarring impacts on the labour market, which were characteristic, I guess, of previous recessions. All that is good and well. All that is good and well. But surely there should have been a clawback uh, scheme or some sort of clause when it comes to what has been obviously Australia's biggest. And that's the point. It has been Australia's biggest economic support package in our history. So I think it's only fair the average Australians, you know, get some of that money back.